You're listening to season six of Upside Down Podcasts. This is Lindsay Wallace. I'm Kayla Craig. I'm Patty Taylor. And I'm Elisa Molina. Upside Down Podcast is an ecumenical conversation at the intersection of justice, spirituality, and culture. And we have created this space with you in mind. So join us for unscripted conversations on God's Upside Down Kingdom. Welcome to Upside Down Podcast. I'm Elisa Molina, and I will be our host for today's episode, which kicks off a little series we are doing for the next four episodes. To explain a bit more about the series and to give a little podcast update, I'm going to first turn things over to Kayla Craig, one of our fearless leader. Okay, just have to say, I almost <laughs> majored in broadcast journalism. So I just really love hearing you say we're going to turn things over to Kayla Craig. Like, I feel like I should be at a desk right now and like a great blazer. <laughs> a great blazer. We can see it, a great blazer. <laughs> and back so- in Utah. <laughs> So if you're listening right now and you're wondering, what is this series about? Stop, pause this episode, go back and listen to our last episode where we shared a very special announcement. Because as Lindsay mentioned in our last episode, as we have reflected with gratitude and looked ahead with hopes, we have all kind of felt like our meaningful time in front of the mic together in this particular way is coming to a close. And we want to finish this season so strong. So you're still going to be hearing regularly planned episodes up until June. And this episode right now kicks off some really special, kind of particularly heartfelt behind the scenes episodes where we'll be sharing more about us, more peeks into our hearts and our real lives that you might not get on a podcast episode or on the gram. So for the next few episodes, we're going to be hosting some behind the scenes chats with all of us exploring our real lives and joys and struggles as we change and evolve and grow in God's upside down kingdom. Yep. Hooray, hooray. The first person up is none other than Lindsay Wallace. Lindsay has been a part of the podcast since day one. Her ability to help us go beyond the surface and reach deep down to the hard heart of what it means to try to be about the things of God's upside down kingdom has marked and stretched us all mm-hmm. in the best, most mm-hmm. lasting ways. Um, she has modeled such strength of character, sharing with us her vast knowledge, her hard-earned wisdom, her deep and abiding love, and her tenacious hope. Mm. And so, perfect words, Elisa. Oh man, can I just? I'm gonna pause here. <laughs> Listen, it is really hard to encapsulate y'all women. Mm. It is so hard. So I had to like, I started typing and then I'd be like, delete, delete, delete. Nope. That's <laughs> not it. I like, there were no, there was not like the right word. Mm. So I would like get up, take a drink of water. And I'm like, listen, I have two sentences. Get I just love you like stuff. hydrating, being like, it's go time. I, like where I'm sitting no, down. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, this is my chance. I'm going to get the words right. Um, so I'm, yeah, I'm so glad that was recorded. Cause I'm just going to like, listen to it all the time. 
Yay. <laughs> Hooray. Every morning I'm going to wake up and listen to that. It's very true. Good affirmation. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, thank you. Uh, okay. So we are going to, I should say that we are all going to answer the same questions um, the, so that everybody kind of gets a sense of um, what each of these things are for all of us. Cause I feel like the questions that we came up with are pretty, pretty good and um, kind of span all sorts of. Yeah. We things. got good questions. Yeah. Just in case anybody's wondering, this is going to be a whole shout out to us. For <laughs> yeah. So we're ending on the most modest note ever. <laughs> if, I, if, I have, if I have anything to, to say about it, it was going to be a big old like cheer session. Okay, so question number one for Lindsay Wallace: How have you grown since first joining Upside Down Podcast? And that can be like you can touch about touch upon anything. That can be either um, perspective shifts, faith changes, activism, personal, like whatever you feel comfortable or want to want to share with our listeners. Yes. The answer is yes. I have. That's changed. my. The answer I have is grown. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, uh, honestly, the first, the, like, what comes to mind is how have I not grown? Mm. And like, that's not a humble <gasps> brag. That's just literally like, I feel like a completely different person. Um, I recently went back to Miami to visit with my kids, and I shared kind of a funny picture on Instagram and said, "If you knew me before Miami, no, you didn't." Um, and so mm-hmm. the podcast has has uh, evolved. Um, alongside that transition for me, like we started after we had just gotten to Miami, we transitioned back to Louisville. So I, I mean, it sounds kind of cliche maybe, but I do feel like a very different person than I was when we started. Um, I think I have a far more expansive view of God. I think I, um, I feel like I am sure of fewer things there's a lot less things that I'm sure about but the things that I am sure about I would like that's a hill I'm gonna die on kind of stuff Mm. um so yeah I mean I I think I think I've changed in a lot of ways and that that growth um it's kind of weird to say like I have grown um but I do hope that I have evolved into a more um, just open and loving person who is accepting of people in a way that I don't know that I was before. Um, and I think I've also been stripped of a like those things don't come easily. Right. So like I've been stripped of a lot. Like, it's not like I grew because I read read books or I grew because I did this thing. It's also like a lot of things have been stripped away that I was clinging to or thought, uh, you know, like I'm right about this and I'm going to argue this point or whatever. Um, I've lost a lot of things too. Um, and it's been in the losing that I feel like I have come to the end of myself and realized when you get to that point, there's more of, there's more of me at the end of myself. Um, and that the divine, however we might define them is always with us in those places, in those spaces. Um, yeah. Lindsay, I just have to say like, it's been a gift to be able to 
to watch you and walk with you from afar in real time. You know, like we have a a chat going on that's very off off screen, off mic, um, and it's been really beautiful to see you become more yourself and and more who God created you to be and just more expansive even in who you are. Um, and it helps give us all permission to do the same, even as we're, it's kind of trial by fire and, and then <laughs> situations we might not opt into. <laughs> um, right. But, but seeing sure. how you're kind of modeling and living it out is, is really beautiful. Mm, thank you. So Lindsay, now that we are kind of shifting out of this and just kind of like watching you, um, I think like the beautiful thing is that we've, we've watched one another kind of in that process that you were talking about. And Mm -hmm. is there anything now moving on from this point and not necessarily just upside down wise, but just in general from this point in your life that you are excited about, you know, where you're moving forward to like the future, what part of the future excites you or do you have hope for? Um, and get, again, this can be professionally faith wise, um, whatever, whatever you want to give us. Yeah. Um, I mean, what comes to mind for me, I, in, Oh, where do I start? In January, I got to a place where that was as far ahead as I was able to plan. Right. So like I'm divorced. My um, ex no longer lives in the same house as me. My kids are splitting their time 50 50. And I looked at my life and was like, I made it like I made it as far as I could plan. And oh, my God, what happens next? I have (laughs) no idea. Like none. None of this is scripted. So I know we talk about unscripted conversations and I feel like I am at the unscripted part of my life. Like all the pages going forward are blank. I don't know um, like career wise what things will look like necessarily. I don't know, um, you know, as far as creativity and writing and podcasting, like what that's going to look like. Like I literally have blank pages that I'm looking at um, and I have, as opposite to my personality as this is, I have tried to really, um, (laughs) I have tried to really embrace that and just go with it. And like Kayla has given me some great, um, advice on like embracing my seven wing. Cause y'all know I'm an eight (laughs) and I'm like, I'm I'm like a devil Lindsay's shoulder, I think is what she's saying. (laughs) But I need it. I need someone to say, like, just lean into that. Like, just have fun. Just lean into it. Um, so I, I, I like, I really don't know. Like, I don't know what's next. I am still figuring out how to be a single parent 50% of the time and how to be single, single 50% of the time. Like, as a 41-year-old and, like, I mean, y'all get to hear my behind-the-scenes dating, you know, God, Which will continue. We're all just saying the, the Voxer group will, that not, will, go not, away. It will not die. It will <laughs> not die. Yeah. So I just, I don't, I, it's, it's a, it, there are days when I'm really excited about it. Like I'm excited to be at this point in my life. I'm excited for what's coming next. And then there are days where it's kind of terrifying. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but I'm trying to live all of it, you know, like I'm just trying to live all of it because this is my one wild and precious life. 
Oh, I love that. Like you just saying you're trying to live all of it is so indicative of the person you are. Because even like what everyone doesn't see behind the scenes as you are going through all the things, like you don't sugarcoat or pretend you show up as you, you know, when, Hey, here's a good day. Here's a not good day. But like (laughs) us being able to be in that journey with you, like, just like Kayla said, is so inspiring because then we are like, Hey, I can do that too. I don't have to put on a mask. You know, I don't have to pretend Mm. I can say, this is really where I am today. This is really where I am this month. This is really Mm -hmm. where I am this season. And Mm -hmm. whether that's good, bad, ugly, hard, beautiful, messy, or all of it, then we can embrace that because you really lead us in that way. Mm. And I'd say it makes me and I'm sure the other two just like root for you even harder. Like when you get a breath of fresh air, we've, we've seen it. And so it's just like everything that, you know, whenever there's like this big breath or this big, like, good new thing it's just like it feels like a win for all of us we're like yes this is ours too this is our yes. thing and then we yeah, flood the chat with gifts so many yeah. gifts yes. so many you gifts. Too many gifts you all definitely get to claim it because you've like been there for the sobbing into boxer too so you get to claim the wins I, i'm glad uh, you're giving us those. permission thank you yeah yes yeah i wonder um Lindsay, this has been, uh, you and Kayla, you have been here since day one and there, that means that you've been here for every conversation, um, either, either on the mic or behind the mic or planning. I wonder if there was, um, any episode or series of episodes or, um, you know, people that you got to talk to that maybe specifically influenced the way that you grew throughout this process. And then maybe to add just if there was a topic or two that we just kind of ran out of time for, or, you know, there's always the possibility of us popping back in. If we, if we ever think that that's something that we are meant to do. Um, yeah, I'm just interested podcast wise. Mm hmm. I mean, the episode that comes to mind for me that I think really helped me grow or like kind of pushed me in a direction that I wasn't necessarily going was the interview with Dr. Christina Cleveland um, about God being a black woman. Um, You know, now she has a book by that title, but um, I really needed that. I needed an expansive view of God because the one that I had was not cutting it. and I, I refer to God as she a lot on Instagram and usually lose followers because of that, um, which I always find interesting because that expansive language for God and that expansive idea of who God is, is like literally saving my faith. And so, um, yeah, that would just came at a time that I really needed, um, needed something more, um, as far as episodes or conversations that we didn't get to have, there are two actually. So um, I, I really would have liked, and this is just a matter of not enough hours to record, but um, to have a conversation about um, persisting in faith from the LGBTQ perspective. Um, those are voices that I've been listening to intentionally for about the last year. Um, and I just think we have a lot to learn 
from those folks um, and the way that they persist in faith as a community of people who have just been, I mean, marginalized doesn't even cut it, right? Like just completely cut off um, and demonized, really. Um, So I think we have a lot to learn from them and I would have liked to have given that to our listeners. And then also this year, I think another conversation that I don't hear very many people having, and I understand why, is um, persisting or not persisting in marriage. Um, And as I found myself in that space of um, just realizing, like, there's not a lot of resources out there. There's not a lot of people talking about that. Um, and, And so... Yeah, it's just an interesting space to navigate as a Christian. Um, And so trying to figure out just for me personally, like, what's the difference between giving up and letting go, right? And like, there's just so many questions and so many conversations I think we can have about how the longevity of a marriage is not a marker of whether or not it's a healthy or safe place for people to be in. Um, And how, you know, ultimately... God loves us as individuals more than God loves institutions and that marriage is an institution and it's a wonderful, lovely institution. I have nothing against it, but um, I think as a sort of culture, Christian culture, we've elevated the institution over the individuals in the institution. Um, And so I will shout out Mary Graham on Instagram um, she is someone I would have loved to have that conversation with and maybe we will one day, but oh, I um, hope we do because I just think she's cool period. Like I would love, to, <laughs> like I fangirl over her a big time. She's yeah. Yeah. She's great. And she, um, just a little bit for our listeners is married. Um, she's been very open about her, the struggles in her marriage. Her husband is a recovering addict. Um, and she's just really open about the struggles that they've had and how she decided to stay, but also, um, very clear boundaries that she has about what she's willing to walk away from. And I just think that's an important conversation that you don't realize is lacking until you need it yourself. That's really thoughtful. Yeah. Yeah. Those are actually, um, those were actually a couple that we really, really tried to, you know, with all the craziness of, of scheduling and inviting folks. in. I think, I think that one of the things that has been really, um, cool about this process is that we have really tried to not take on, um, episodes to which we are not experts of, like just the four of us get on and give opinions about things. And we've really just sought out, um, experts in their fields or people who have, um, you know, um, the experience in their own lives to be able to speak to things. And so sometimes, Mm -hmm there's, there's things we want to get to, but we want to get the right person. And so, um, so yeah, those, those didn't happen, but I'm, I totally 100% agree with you, Lindsay, that those would have been really helpful conversations to have. And I, I think that it, there's something to be said there that you're, uh, despite not being able to have the conversation here, um, are, are seeking out and listening like, and they're again, just modeling for us. You know, if you want to know, if you want to (laughs) learn, once you go like, listen to the people. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. So, and, and also maybe we can link at the end of this episode, any of the voices that you're finding particularly helpful right now, other than Mary. That's a great idea. Uh, 
Okay, so in talking about the church and talking about your faith, um, what do you hope for for those of us in the upside down kingdom or working towards it? What do you, what is your like wildest hopes, but we're not going to be like wildest hopes in like at the in the end times, like, uh, or talking about heaven. I, like, I do want to hear Lindsay's wildest hopes for end times. Unicorns, definite need. <laughs> Beaches. Yeah. Stand up boarding, definitely stand up boarding. Um, no, like I like practically speaking, in five years, right? What is what is your hope for where the church is, or where we who are really really trying to step into this and continue and persist in it? What does it look like? What does your hope look like? Let's just say, like in five years, right? In twenty twenty seven. What does it look like? So the first thing that came to mind, I said a few episodes ago, there's not a church in my city where my entire family feels safe. So the first thing that I thought was like, there would be a place where we could go and we would feel safe, right? Like, I'm welcome as someone who's divorced. My gay kid is welcome. My black kids are welcome. We're all welcome and we all feel safe. And then I thought, no, that's not what I want. I don't want to be in a building. I want the people in the building to get in the street with us. I want the people who are sitting in the pews to come to my neighborhood and see what it's actually like when a SWAT team rolls up in your backyard. I want people to listen to the LGBTQ folks who are um, excluded and learn to find commonality there. So I don't, uh, I'm not anti-church buildings. I love gathering with people, but I don't think it's the whole, like, there's a seat at the table for you kind of conversation. Like, okay, you're saying I can sit at the table, but you built the table. I didn't build this thing. And so similarly, like, could we find a church where we all feel safe and would that be great? Yes, but what I'd rather have happen is the church um, make come to the streets. Who we? Lindsay Wallace, everyone, <laughs> <laughs> and no mention of unicorns. <laughs> Dang it! Oh, oh, there's unicorns. <laughs> so, Lindsay, we're gonna. I'm gonna give you some rapid fire in just a in just a second to close down this um this episode interview of you but um for the final question of kind of the ones we're going to all answer together I wonder if you could think of two words to describe God's presence in your life right now Ooh I think I would say Hmm. I think I would say mysterious and motherly. Oh my gosh. Those are beautiful. If Lindsay says them, does that mean that we don't get to say them? We We have to come up with. That's exactly what I was thinking. (laughs) I'll say motherly first and then mysterious after. Does that still. (laughs) She did us a solid by going first. I'm just going to say. Yeah. If all of our answers sound like hers, then, you know. It's the most Lindsay (laughs) thing to be like, okay, I'll go first. Because we're like, we're talking and we're like, all right, we got to get this together. And Lindsay's like, I'll do it. And it's like, that is so Lindsay Wallace. 
Yeah. <laughs> so Lindsay Wallace. Now, okay, I'm going to do rapid fire. Is there anything going on in your regular personal life that you would like? That's a tidbit of information that you would like our like like that you could share, not sit not like giving all the tea out, but just like one thing that our listeners don't really know about you that would be cool for them to know. Like, give us a, a and, drop, a drop. Yeah, just give us something, a little sprinkle. Yeah, I something. know what y'all want me to say. <laughs> <sighs> I've got a gift ready. Come on. I've got a gift ready. That's FYI. This was not on the outline. Of my, I just, I just oh, added this because I, I was just thinking, wait, I don't remember seeing this question. <laughs> um, I will say that dating is very interesting. <laughs> oh, God, you guys, what do you want me to say about it? Um, <laughs> that's good. That's it, right? It, that's good. It's interesting. <laughs> it's it's wild is another word I would use. I don't know. Okay, so this is what I'll say. When I realized I'm getting divorced, I came to terms with the fact that I would be single forever. Like, I just thought, okay, I'm like, well, number one, I have five kids. I also have a very strange life like how do you I don't even know how to explain to someone like why I've made the decisions I've made and why yeah how does that go on your bio right yeah Yeah. is there room for that on tinder (laughs) (laughs) oh lord I'm not doing doing that but I just kind of had to come to terms with it like okay I'm gonna be single forever and that's fine I was okay with it um, in hindsight, I think I kind of had to be okay with it in order to make the decisions that I needed to make. Um, and then I was single. And then I realized like, oh, wait, I don't actually want to be alone. And then I was kind of like, oh, crap, what does that mean? Um, so that's, you know, a little bit of backstory into the process of realizing like, or coming to the terms with I'm just going to be single, it's going to be fine. Because who would get me was really where I was coming from with that, right? Which some therapy helped tease that out a little bit. Um, And then coming to terms with like, you know what? I actually would like to have a partner and I don't want to do life alone. Um, And just because I'm 41 and have five kids doesn't mean I have to. And like, surprise, surprise, they're actually like men who agree with that. So none of us were surprised, by the way. No, no. Oh. Not at all. Uh, our girl's a catch. Duh. We all know that. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Are you ready? Uh, go ahead and do your stretches. I'm, I'm so excited ten. about this. Nope. I, know. I hope you did your calisthenics before this. Ten questions. Rapid That's fire. Okay. <laughs> Number one. The one word you'd want people to use to describe your character. Honest. One hour to kill at home. What do you do? Take a bubble bath. I knew she was going to say that basically just because I always watch every Instagram story and it's like, oh, that looks like such a nice bath. I have bath jealousy. (laughs) Can I just tell you that typing out that rapid fire question gave me anxiety for when I have to answer it because I was like... I'll probably Alisa, we know you would do like a hundred things. No, no, no. I'd be like anxious about how to spend it. How to spend the one hour. Yes, the right way. I'm totally over. Right. It's like, no, that's that's a bad answer. Okay. Uh two hours to kill outdoors. 
What terrain do you pick? Mountains. Fill in this blank. If you absolutely hate me, you'd make me blank. Cook. <laughs> I didn't even know that one. Okay. This is why we're friends because, uh, yes. uh, no. <laughs> kitchen ain't it. <laughs> the kitchen it ain't is not. it. Oh, goodness. Okay. One thing that would be considered quirky about you. I don't know. What would we find odd that you like or that you do or that you have a habit of? She's really. I mean, I am odd, I suppose, but I don't know. (laughs) One thing I do that's odd. What is one thing that somebody would find odd? Um, there is none. Or do you have like a weird know. guilty pleasure? I'm like totally coming up blank. Um, a weird guilty pleasure. Or I mean, nerdy. I I'm like really into bougie beverages, so I don't drink caffeine. Um, but I love a good like swanky drink. And it could oh be wait, like, you oh you posted one in Miami yeah. and I was yeah. like, Yeah, please. The dolce de leche latte. Um <laughs> Yeah. So like I'm like all about some kind of bougie beverage and it could be anything, like alcoholic, non alcoholic. I don't do caffeine but decaf, so um, that's yeah. so funny because you're like such a down to earth, not a bougie person, but it's no, like we all I need to have that. our delights. <laughs> yes. And yes. that that is mine. I treat myself with some beverages. What is the best thing you've ever binge watched? Ooh. Please tell me you've binge watched something. Ever? Like ever, Well, ever? Just, oh, just something good. It doesn't have to be like when you were in third grade or anything. Are <laughs> you binge watching things in third grade? I, I can't remember. <laughs> Was that grade, such a thing? So a Lindsay, I know you were recently binge watching something, but I won't. I was. I mean, I'll say that one. It wasn't. It was like a love-hate relationship. I binged season two of Love is Blind. And like, I was sick. So I was in bed for literally four days. And I just watched the whole thing. And I got super sucked into it. Um, And now I follow all of them on Instagram. Which is like not a thing. Like, I'm not a reality TV kind of person. But I got sucked in. And now I'm invested in um, Deep D. I'm team Deep D all the way. Which you gave a spoiler for. For those of us who are not caught up. A.K.A. me. Wait, I don't even know what we're talking about. <laughs> How bad is that? I don't. I have no idea. It's you, on Netflix. I've heard. I've okay. heard of it, but I've never watched though either. Okay, so okay, I'll just add it to the list. Okay, <laughs> adult you, adult Lindsay would describe kid Lindsay as blank, mean, for reals. Yeah, it was a really mean kid. I was angry and didn't get therapy. So Okay. So kid Lindsay would describe adult Lindsay as mm. I think well, I'm not mean anymore, at least I try not to be. But I think not that different. Like I think about like fourteen year old me writing like sort of sad poetry alone in my bedroom and now I'm 41 and I still do that and so it's like things don't change that much you're still you you're at the heart at the heart of you (laughs) yeah 
Um, okay, a writer, thinker, activist, leader that changed everything for you. Mm. I know it's hard. Yeah, that is really hard. I mean, if I it, to go back to like like change everything, kind of, uh, I think Father G. Oh, yeah, man, what a dude. Okay, um, and last one. One word that describes this upside down experience for you. Hmm. I think surprising. Yeah, that's a good one. So we are so grateful to Lindsay for letting us probe her heart and her <laughs> mind. Uh, obviously, we would we would have liked to do like 17,000 questions, but we decided to make these focused. Um, and so we have one down, three more to go. And uh, we ask that you stick around for that. Information on how to help us keep all of these past episodes of Upside Down Podcasts live, as well as keep the door open for future bonus episodes or series is forthcoming. So stay tuned. And until then, we cannot wait to see you next time as we interview our next co-host. It's going to be a good one. Stay tuned.